I am the highly favored of the Lord. This series Jesus the Messiah, son of man is. And they said, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon Bajona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But, my but he wanted to find out who do people say that he is. Do they have a revelation of who he is? Yeah. And so when Peter said that you are the Christ, the son of the living God, uh, God said that flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. You didn't get it by your human, you know, flesh and blood. We're talking about, you know, the physical, you know, the, uh, you know, by understanding or by being told by people or, you know, by studying. Uh, that's what we're talking about. You say, it, you did not get this because you studied or because you discovered it or your parents told you about it. It says, uh, but my Father who is in heaven, God revealed it to you. So he was saying that, Peter, you didn't get it through the flesh, but God, by his spirit, spoke that into your spirit, you know, that I am the Christ. So it was a knowledge that was imparted in your spirit uh, that... I am the Christ. You know, God has that grace to do that. Now, the children of Israel, did, God was not communicating with them that way in the past, you know, up until Jesus rose from the dead and the Holy Spirit came. You know, uh, that now, today, God speaks to us through His Spirit. Are you with me? Maybe let's look at, we'll come back to this verse. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 1, you know, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. Now, what does it say? Long ago, at many times, and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets but in these last days he has spoken to us by his son whom he appointed the heir of all things through whom also he created the world so God has spoken to us through his son so now uh, God says that the previous time he was speaking to us through the prophets the prophets were giving directions to their lives. Yeah, but now, today, it is no longer like that. You know, what the prophets uh, uh, do is to confirm what God has already spoken to you about. Are you with me? You know, bringing confirmation and, you know, uh, and so we are not to live by 
uh, the prophets that, oh, you know, I need to go somewhere. Let me go to the prophet to find out, just like they were doing in the Old Testament. You know, but now today, everyone by, you know, in his spirit, God can speak in his spirit or in his spirit direct by the Holy Spirit. That's the reason why Jesus came. He came that we should have the knowledge in our hearts, you know, God speaking to us. So, uh, now, how does the Holy Spirit speak to us? The Holy Spirit uh, speak to us, it's like you have an intuition. You have an, a knowledge. It's like somebody told you some time back, but you have forgotten who that person is and where was it. But you know that this was told to you. So it's something like that. You just know, you know, that this uh, has happened or this will be happening. Uh, and so that is God imparting the knowledge in your spirit. Yeah. So you know, you know, you know. You, you ask me, but how do I know? I, I don't know, but I know. Do you understand? Yeah, so that is how now the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. The Bible says that the sons of God, Romans chapter 8, you know, the sons of God are led. It says those that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. And Jesus said that my sheep hears my voice and they follow me. So everyone now has, you know, can receive knowledge from God in, in our hearts, you know, that God can speak to us, God does speak to us in our hearts. So it's that impartation. You know, what is it like? It's like God comes to you, he unscrew your head, open it up, you know, give you the knowledge inside, and screw it back. You have that knowledge. So that's what God does. Yeah. And so, uh, I'm explaining to you how does God lead us, you know, most of the time. He confirms that in our hearts. You know, the Holy Spirit confirms with our spirits that we are children of God. That's what the Bible says. You know, confirms, you know, bears witness, actually the word that is used, bears witness. Are you with me? Uh, bears witness. So you have that inner knowledge in, you know, yourself as, uh, 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 you know, as an individual, as a child of God. Bears witness with you that you are a child of God. So that is verse 14. Uh, I've just quoted verse 16. You know, look at verse 16. You know, Romans 8 verse 16. The Holy Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. So confirms in your heart that you are the child of God. Are you with me? So now, uh, so at times we are not sure, and that's where God maybe would send somebody to bring a confirmation, you know, to you and so forth. Are you with me? Yeah. Now, I'll give you an example. Paul, uh, I was, I was reading, 
Acts chapter 20 this afternoon. I was preaching from Acts chapter 20 from verse 17 down. You know. Now, Paul talks about he's meeting the elders in Ephesus. And he's saying that he's on his way to Jerusalem. And he says, I know that there are a tribulation and even imprisonment that are waiting for me. He says, every city where I pass, you know, they've been confirming that, you know. So uh, what was that? He knew, he says, I'm still going, I'm still going. So people have been confirming, but he himself knew what he was going to meet. Yeah. And then when you continue, he gets, a, 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 you know, somewhere, I think it's Syria, he meets Agabus, the prophet. And Agabus takes the, the belt, you know, and he binds himself. And then he says that the owner of this belt, this is what is going to happen to him when he gets, you know, I mean, later on. And the brethren will say, Paul, don't go. You know, this is, Paul says that, please, don't, don't break my heart. You know, I'm not only willing to be in prison, I'm willing also to die for my master. So he knew. So what I'm trying to get at is that Paul knew in his spirit before anybody could confirm, you know, that this is what is going to happen. He knew already, you know, that this is what is going to happen. So as a child of God, we should always be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You know, when he bears witness in our spirit that this is what should happen, we need to be following that. You see, your success is in following, you know, that inward witness. That will bring success in your life. You know, you just have that knowledge that, yeah. Now, in the beginning, you might not sure, am I hearing God, you know, or not? Yeah, but when you follow the inward witness, the peace within you, you know, that I have peace to do this. I don't know why, but I'm going ahead to do it. That is the leading of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? You know, don't look for voices. Are you hearing me? You know, but search the inward witness that is safe, is safe voices. Don't let it. You know, uh, go for the inward witness in your spirit that I'm following, you know, uh, 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 you know, I'm, I'm following God. Now, God speaks to us in three ways, personally. You know, most of the time, maybe 90% or 99% or is about that with inward witness. You know, then it is the voice of your spirit. Your spirit will will speak to you. You know, within you. you know. And then, uh, and then, uh, 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 thirdly, is the voice of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So, what would happen is that uh, it will be so real in your spirit as if you're hearing somebody speaking from outside. But there won't be anybody from, it's coming from within you, not from your head, but from your spirit. Now, I've had that, uh, is it twice or thrice? The first time it's when 
you know, I told you that after I got, in, I got saved, I was battling with something, you know, and then I was crying. You know, I was uh, at a boarding school. It was Sunday afternoon, so I'd taken a desk outside under a tree. We were studying, you know, and at the same time, I was, I was battling and I was praying, God, did you save me, you know, for this and, and so forth. And, and that's when I had those words. You know, but I got to understand later that they were coming from within my spirit. You know, and what were the words? Total surrender is total success. Yeah. And I had them very clear. Total surrender. I even wrote them in the Bible that I was using there. And that's why I never got, uh, uh, never forgot them. Total surrender is total success. Now, with that one sentence, eh, I understood exactly what it meant. It meant that I need to surrender all to God, and I will see God helping me. You know, so that was one time. You know, and the next time is when, uh, so that, must, that was 83, so 84, when I was doing metric during uh, you know, it was winter school, you know, uh, we were in a whole school hall, and uh, so it was during break, I'm in, in the class, and then I'm looking outside, there were brethren from other uh, school, you remember that, but at the, yeah, <laughs> there were brethren <laughs> from other school, you know, and then, uh, and, and one brother, you know, said to me, please come, let me introduce you to the brethren from our school. You know, now, at that time, when I stood there and looked out, you know, my attention went to one particular person that I won't mention by name. Libitola <laughs> Mutuladura. <laughs> And so pointed to that person and said, what were the words, brother? That's your wife. <laughs> hey, you remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Oh, actually said, that's mommy. That's your interpretation. <laughs> anyway. And so I, I had that. Uh, clearly, it's like somebody speaking to me, but there was nobody speaking to me, you know, and said that that's your wife, yeah. And so I I knew that it was so real in my spirit. Are you with me? Yeah. And uh, that was the second time. The third time is uh, we were now married. And we were visiting, we were pastors at Christian Family Church, and we were visiting a couple uh, in Leboahomo over Easter weekend. And then, so on Saturday, they said that, you know, we are building a house in Sishiru. Would you want to come and see the house? And so we drove. Actually, that day, we were, they, they, they've taken, they took us to, Echo caves, 
you know, God's window, they were touring, and so we came, remember that? You know, so we came, uh, you know, and so it was, it was for the first time to come to Sisiho. Now, as we entered Sisiho, I heard that again. You are going to start a church here. It was so loud, so clear in my spirit. You're going to start a church here. Yeah, so those are the only three times. Do I have any other time? You don't know. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yeah. Actually, you're right. And uh, uh, I was just checking to see if you are following. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I've forgotten that. Yeah, that I went to yeah, CFC. It invited me to CFC for the first time. I've not been there. These brethren were going there. We, we were at Assemblies of God at that time, and so the service was starting at 11. So uh, the brethren would attend the CFC at 8 o'clock and come and you know, join the service. So one day they said to me, let's go with you, you know, to show you where we normally go before this, uh, I mean, before we come here. So we went there. I was going there for the first time. I understood that day that there is a guest speaker. So I didn't know who is a guest speaker. So we went into the service. We were worshiping God. And as we were worshiping God, during praise and worship, two men, there was a door, you know, like here's the stage. There's a door somewhere there. The door opened. Two men came out. You know, the praise and worship team is still here, you know, playing. And so they came. There were chairs, uh, you know, and then they stood there. And then my attention went to one particular person. And then I heard that again. That's your father. I didn't know that person, is he a guest speaker or is he, you know, a resident pastor here? Yeah. So it's only after praise and worship when he went forward to come and introduce the guest speaker that, oh, okay, this is the pastor here. You know, that was Apostle Theo. Yeah. So I had that clearly, you know, that's your father. And so... Uh, so those are the incidences that I remember. Now, funny enough, ever since that, I have not heard anything. And I'm, I'm not seeking to hear anything. <laughs> Why? Because I, I, I believe, fine, those were a critical milestone in my life. Yeah. And then number two, they happened at a point whereby I had not as yet trained to hearing, you know, the bearing bears witness in my spirit. I had not grown to that level whereby I would know, you know, this is, I mean, the leading of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? You know, what is it like? Uh, in the book of Acts, 
we read that, remember, that Judas Iscariot uh, betrayed Jesus, and then from there he hanged himself. So in Acts chapter 1, they had to choose a replacement. Yeah, so they pray, this is the criteria, this is what uh, will happen. You know, we want somebody who has been with us from the beginning, you know, who has followed uh, the teachings of Jesus and so forth. And then from there, they came up with two names. Now, they didn't know which name to choose, right? And then what did they do? They cast Lord. Babetama dies. Epopo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they cast lots, you know. And then, uh, who was chosen? Matthias, you know, uh, was chosen. Now, you never see that ever again. That was in Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 2 had not happened. So, and that what happened in Acts chapter 1 was the Old Testament way, method of finding out what is the will of God. So, because the Holy Spirit had not come. Yeah. And so, now, after Acts chapter 2, you never see that ever again in the whole of the rest of the the, the New Testament. You know, what do you find? You find people, you know, uh, hearing, you know, Paul at one time they were in a boat and they were, you know, going to be danger. And then he said, he stood up as I perceive uh, in the spirit. I perceive. So he was getting it, perception. He was getting it in the spirit that I am sensing. So it was no longer that, there was nothing like that. So now, if you don't understand these things, you will live according to the Old Testament and miss out. Yeah. So what is important is uh, to, to understand why that happened, why is it happening that way. And so, uh, so every child of God must develop this, uh, what is it, the knowing, the inside knowing, the bearing, uh, you know, witness. You must bear witness. When I come to you, I say, you know, I sense this and this about you. You must have developed a sense that knowing, uh -uh, this one, no. This one, yes. This one. Are you with me? You know, bearing witness. Now, how do you grow into that? How do you develop that? Definitely, number one, your prayer, you, you know, uh, praying unto God and praying in the Spirit most of the time. Yeah. Praying in the Holy Spirit, you know, and, you know, to to always direct your attention or am I having peace in my heart or I'm not having peace? Yeah. And uh, so the, the praying and praying in the Holy Spirit will help you to develop that uh, knowing 
inside that I know this is right. I know, you know, this is right. So when I am confronted with issue, I, I don't look for vision. I don't look for dreams, you know. I don't look. Now, God's, God does speak to me. There are some dreams that have been prophetic that God gave me, but I don't look for dreams. When I wake up in the morning and then I don't remember what I dreamt, I don't, you know, worry, Mary, what, what did I dream? What did I dream? You know, I knew, I just know that that dream, that dream meant nothing. Are you with me? You know, uh, when I was still a small boy, uh, you know, people around used to play Fafi, Libitang. China. Yes, China. Used to play China. So China would come in the morning and would also come in the late afternoon. Yeah. And so people would always batch eh? numbers according to what they dream. They know that when you dream a chicken, this is number so and so. <laughs> eh? When you dream this, this is this number. When you dream this, you know, what numbers, what, what, what numbers, you know, is there anyone who by any chance knows, uh -huh. you see, the, the uh, walk, king, king, walk, or king? Seven, you can say, so when you dream, when you dream, say, then you better seven. What did you guy? <laughs> yeah. There is this one. Do I die? Yes. Oh, do I die? <laughs> wow. Hey. So uh, now, here, here, here is what people would do, eh? you know, uh, after in the morning, yeah, they would go and have a nap during the day. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. Yeah, so that they can dream, so that they wake up and go and, you know, put that number. Yeah, that's what people would do. Yeah. What's that? That's the dream? I don't know. You want to go and ask them? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so now, today, you know, God does speak with uh, dreams and vision, yeah, but that is rare. And then also as a child of God, you are not like to seek dreams and visions. When it comes, it will come. Yeah. You see. So, but what you must be focusing on is inward witness. Having the inward witness to know, you know, you know that you know that you know for sure. There was one time you like stories. 
there was there was one time uh, whereby money was disappearing from the office. <laughs> Somebody is laughing. Money was disappearing. Ah, this money was disappearing. This money was disappearing. You know, and I just knew who the person was. And so I met the person, and this was what I said to her. I said, you know, and I know that you have been taking money. Where is the money? Nobody told me anything. I just knew. Now, you don't do that. We'll say, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she admitted, you know, that, yeah, you know, that has happened. And so uh, that is at that level where you know, you know, you know that, you know, nobody has said anything, nobody has, you know, uh, told you anything, but you know that, ah, here, this is what, you know, it's happening. So uh, that is God confirming unto us, speaking to us, speaking to our 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 spirits, you know, uh, confirming that this is what should be happening. Yeah. And so we are led by the Spirit of God. Amen. You know, always. Now in the morning, you know, most of the time your head, you know, most of the time we we we. Uh, you know, God speaks, but we are not listening. You know, because our our minds are busy. You know, we are we are thinking so many things. Yeah, and so, uh, so most of the time you realize that in the morning when you wake up. Your mind is still quiet. Yeah. And so when your mind is still quiet, you find that you pick up you know, things. You just know about this, know about this. I need to do this. I need to do that. Yeah. I learned this prayer from Apostle Theo. You know, he would always praise when he goes to sleep that I believe in the morning when I wake up, I will know what to do. And he say in the morning, he would when he wakes up, he knows this is the answer. This is, you know, what I need to do. Yeah. And so, uh, like when people fast and pray, it's not that God has not been speaking. See, when you fast, you are not trying to get God to speak. You are trying to quieten yourself. You are busy. Your mind is busy. You know, we, we are involved in so many things. So when you set aside time, you pray, you know, you fight, you wait on God. You're quietening yourself so that you can hear clearly what the Holy Spirit is saying unto you. So that is why when you fast and you don't pray, you don't set aside time, you know, you're actually on diet. Because you're still busy, you're still, 
you know, involved in so many things. So you're not hearing God. Are you hearing me? You know, God would speak to us like January uh, when we spend time here, we pray, you know, God would give us direction. So many people would come and say, you know, God spoke to me about this and so forth. Now, it's not that throughout the year God has not been speaking, but it's that we have been busy. And so January, like we set aside time to uh, fast and we pray. Now, when we fast, what do we do? We pray right here. Eh? We have, I mean, those day sessions are critical. Yeah, because you, we are here and then we're just waiting on God. You know, normally we pray from what time to what time? 10 to 2. You know, nonstop. Uh, we are here Monday until Friday, 10 to 2. You know, we are just waiting on God. So it is those moments. Meeting, you're waiting on God. Yeah. And, and that's when you share God. I mean, after that, you just go and uh, rest in the evening. We go for the evening uh, service. Yeah. And then after that, you go and sleep, right? You know, and then in the morning, you're back here. So you're in a circle of the presence of God. Yeah, so your mind is quieted. So you get to hear and, and receive from God. Yeah, so uh, fasting is not about God. It's about you. You're not trying to get God to say something or to do something. It's about you quieting yourself and receiving from God. Hallelujah. Are you receiving something? And so, uh, this is one incident, uh, going back to Mark chapter, I mean Matthew chapter 16. Where Jesus said that uh, this revelation, you did not get it through flesh and blood. You didn't get it by understanding, you know, by, you know, questioning this or, or that. He says that my Father in heaven revealed it to you. So you got it direct from, you know, from God. God revealed it to him that he is the Christ. So what was the revelation? That Jesus is the Christ. Christ means what? The anointed one. You know, Krio, it's anoint. You know, anoint for appointment. Krio. So, anointed. You are the anointed. Christ. Christos. That's Greek. Christos. You are uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Christos, meaning you are Jesus, the anointed. Yes, the one who is anointed. So, and when he said that you are the one that was anointed, in Hebrew, what is the, the synonym of, of Christ in Hebrew? The Christ, Christos, it's Greek. Eh? Christos, it's a Greek uh, word. 
So, but what would be the, the, the Hebrew word? Messiah. You are Messiah. So that is why other translation says that, it says this Messiah. You know, but it means Christos. You are the anointed one. So uh, Christ was not Jesus' name. Right? It was not Jesus' name. Now, if you can get this in your head, that Christ is not Jesus' name. When we say Jesus Christ, it's not like David Mulut. No. Get it in your mind. But what we're actually saying, you are saying Jesus, the anointed one. Jesus, the anointed one. So that is why the Bible, you will never see it anywhere where it says that God anointed Jesus Christ. You will never see it. It's like saying God anointed the anointed, Jesus the anointed. Yeah. But what does it say? It says like uh, Acts chapter 10 verse 38. You know, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Yeah. So Jesus, with Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth, you know, with the Holy Spirit and with power. Because that Christ, they put it right there, it's Creo. You know, how God, Creo, anointed. Are you with me? You know, Jesus of Nazareth. Yeah. So, so what I'm simply saying here is that the anointing came upon the natural. You see, Jesus was a, 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 a you know, yeah, a name that was ordinary. You know, like John and Simon, the Hebrew words, you know, and, and, and uh, you see, those were names. Uh, that that were there, so Jesus was also, so Jesus Christ was not the only Jesus during that time. There were other Jesuses. So that's why, if there were no other Jesus, then they wouldn't qualify with Jesus. Are you getting? Is this too complicated for you? You are understanding. That's very good. So you're tricking me. You better trick me. So, uh, but this Jesus of Nazareth, that's the one that we are talking about. So God anointed him. So when you hear Jesus Christ, you need to be thinking Jesus the anointed one. Jesus the Messiah. Yeah. So, how much time do we still have? Should we close in prayer? We'll continue next week. Where's the last Krika? Jesus refers 
to the natural. And Christ refers to the spiritual. So, God can anoint Christ. Is that the spiritual anointing the spiritual? But God anointed, God as God the Father, the spiritual anointed the natural. Are you with me? Anointed the natural. You know, so that the natural can go out there now with the power. Jesus came as hum human being to save those that are of the flesh. Came into the in the flesh to save those that are uh, you know uh, that are of the flesh. He defeated Satan as human being, not as God. He took our form. He defeated Satan as human being. Otherwise, you wouldn't have cried, God, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He wouldn't have said, you know, uh, God, if it's possible, remove this cup. If he, if he, was, he came as God. But he came as human being. He laid aside his godliness. Are you with me? Yes. Yeah. And he came as God. Now, let's go to Philippians chapter uh, 2. I'll show you something, then we close. Are you enjoying the word of God? Yes. Now, Philippians chapter 2. Let this mind be in you. Verse 5. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, in the anointed Jesus. Right? Who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. He was God himself. But what happened? Verse 7. He emptied himself. By taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of God, he did what? He emptied himself. So he left his godliness. And then he came as a servant. You know, he came in a human body, in the likeness of man. Being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even the death on a cross. Now, at the cross, you know, that's where a divine exchange happened. Now, uh, when he rose from the dead, verse 9, Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of at the name of Jesus. at the name of Jesus. every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth now the question is why the name of Jesus he conquered as a man you are a brilliant man you are the man 
आता हूं यू आर दैन ही कॉन्ट एज एमेन बींग एंड बिकॉज ही कॉन्ट एज एमेन बींग गॉड सेट आई अनाइंट दिस ह्यूमेन बींग so that at the name of this human being it's like eh uh, can i have one man here and then eh uh, can i have another man here now one is going to be jesus and the other one is going to be satan who do you think who is who here <laughs> should we cast lots yeah <laughs> Right, this is this is just the explanation right you know who do you want to be you came first you so you give us the choice of who do you want to be no one so why did you come here <laughs> oh he will be jesus you are so humble so you are jesus and then you represent Satan. Why? Right? Of course, temporarily so. And now uh you have power, authority, everything over human beings. And now here Jesus comes. If he came as God, it would be unfair to you are you with me it would be very unfair yeah, because the problem is with human beings you didn't tempt god and god fell you tempted human being and human being fell adam fell and you had satan had authority over human being right and so now jesus when jesus came, now that is why in genesis 3 verse uh, 15 god talks about you know prophesies about jesus you know the seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the snake that jesus is coming yeah and so now when jesus comes he did he had to lay aside all all his godliness is a godly attribute he came as now human being so as human being you came and uh, you subjected yourself to all everything of human beings right and then at the end of the day as jesus you know ultimately you were crucified jesus was crucified and he paid the penalty so by paying the penalty 
he now overcomes Satan. Are you with me? And now, when he has overcome Satan, now uh, God says, we read there in Philippians, you know, that he, he humbled himself to the point of death. Then God did what? Exalted him. Exalted Jesus, the, this human Jesus. And after exalting him, gave him a name that is above every name. Now, what name would that be? That name, why is it not Christ? It's because it's a human being who overcame Satan. And so, God says, the Bible says, God gave him a name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, and every in heaven and on earth and under the earth. You know, and every tongue confess that Jesus, the anointed one, is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, you know what is that saying? And Jesus rose from the dead. He said, go in my name. You shall cast out demons. You shall do that. You know, at the name of Jesus. Now, why is it at the name of Jesus? You know, so every time you use the name of Jesus against Satan, you are saying to Satan, you have been defeated squarely. It's a fair, it was a fair fight, you know, and then a fair win. And so you never, you no longer, sorry, you no longer have any right over my life because you have been defeated. So that is why now we use the name of Jesus. Not the name of Christ. So you don't cast out demons in the name of Christ. You know, everywhere it says, in the name of Jesus. Yeah. So you're saying, in the name of Jesus, that Jesus uh, elevated me to that level where Adam and Eve were before they sinned. Where they had authority in the whole situation. So in that name, we operate in that level. Because Jesus fairly, squarely, and truly has elevated me to that level. So now we are operating in that level. So that is why now the name of Jesus is a powerful name. You know, if you could just understand how powerful this name is, you won't recite it as a parrot. That you are in there, you are driving, and in a car, you know, 
little bit sways this side. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. It's a parrot. You don't have faith in. You don't understand. But you will know that the name of Jesus is handling all situations. No trouble can ever come my way because this name has, has elevated me to the level where Adam and Eve were before they sinned. Has brought it back. Brought it back. Yeah. So, you, you, when it, every time you speak the name of Jesus, you know that you are releasing that authority, you know, that power, that this is what is happening. You are releasing it, you know, that this is what is happening. And, you, you know, that is what will be happening. Amen? Did you get something? Did this illustration help you? Yeah. And so, so... You know, so it is the name of Jesus, so powerful, that is authority. It, it is like our authority. It is elevating us to that level, whereby now we rule as kings and prince because of the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, brethren. You know, uh, God bless you. Now, so God says here that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, every tongue confess, you know, uh, that Jesus, the anointed one, is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Yeah. And so that is what God has given us. Now, next week, God willing, now we will be talking about Christ. Now let me give you a preview, you know, God willing, uh, is that our, whatever we do, you know, we do it by the authority of Jesus. And what God has done, he has done it through Christ, not Jesus. It's like, I'm getting complicated <laughs> now. You know, that you are, you are seated in heavenly places in Christ. It's that by Christ, in Christ Jesus. Maybe this week you can do a homework. Go and look for verses that talks about in Christ Jesus. And all of them, they will be referring, they will be giving you your position your standing as a child of God, your heavenly standing as a child of God. Hallelujah. So what we are to get, it is through Jesus. What God has gotten already, it is through Christ. It's in Christ Jesus that this and this and this is happening. Don't miss next week. It's going to be powerful. Hallelujah. Did you receive something from the Lord? Let's say this together. Father God, I thank you for your grace upon my life this day. I thank you God 
that you minister unto me your truth and I receive your truth and I walk in your truth in Jesus name Amen Amen God bless you